Welcome to episode 199. I was told not to do math in public, but I think I'm one episode away from 200. In the beginning was the Word, and... The Word was with God, and the Word was God, and the Word became flesh and dwelt among us. Spending time in the Word of God is the best way to spend time with God. Welcome to No Doubt, No Fear, Only Believe podcast, where we will encourage, inspire, and empower you to live your best life in Christ. Here's Greg. Welcome to episode 199, Grace to You and Peace from God, our Father, and the Lord Jesus Christ. Well, I am still on stop number four. I think this might be my last episode on this stop. I am going to talk one more time about John 14, 12, where Jesus was talking to his disciples and he responded, most assuredly, I say to you, he who believes in me, the works that I do, he will do also and greater works than these he will do because I go to my father. And I also want to talk about John 16, 7, where Jesus was telling his disciples that it's better that he leave. And it says right here in 16.7, Nevertheless, I tell you the truth, it is to your advantage that I go away. For if I do not go away, the Helper will not come to you. But if I depart, I will send him to you. Jesus has departed. So both of these scriptures that I just read have come to pass. In my humble opinion, in my Bible view opinion, Jesus is sitting at the right hand of the Father and he has sent the Holy Spirit, which happened on Pentecost 2,000 plus years ago, just like he said it would happen. His disciples tarried or waited in the upper room until the Holy Spirit fell. And once the Holy Spirit fell, the church age had begun. The New Testament was now the work in process. We are now saved by grace We now have the power of the Holy Spirit on the inside of us, on the outside of us, and all through us. This is a wonderful, wonderful time to be alive. I know it seems chaotic. I know it seems a little fearful. But if you look at it from my eyes and the standpoint of a Christian trying to bring in God's kingdom, this, I believe, is where you and I want to be. We want to be a part of this end-time harvest. And that is why Jesus said in Matthew 9, 37, then he said to his disciples, the harvest truly is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Therefore, pray the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into his harvest field. And then I want you to see what Jesus then did after he said that. And I want you to also note that there are chapter and verses in your Bible, but these were not in the original letter. This was not in Matthew's gospel. These were put in just to make it easier to read and to memorize and to understand. But right after he said, pray the Lord of the harvest. And when Jesus had called his 12 disciples to him, he gave them power over unclean spirits to cast them out and to heal all kinds of sickness and all kinds of disease. And that is 10.1. And then in 10.7, and as you go, preach, saying the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Heal the sick, cleanse the lepers, raise the dead, cast out demons. Freely you have received, freely give. Provide neither gold nor silver nor copper in your money belts, nor bag for your journey, 
nor two tunics, nor sandals, nor staffs, for a worker is worthy of his food. I just believe that you and I are called to bring in this kingdom of God, and we are to take back the things that Satan has stole. The Wherever Satan's foot has treaded, we need to just kick him in the teeth. We need to take back our homes. We need to take back our towns, our cities, our states, our country. We need to take back what the enemy has stolen from us. And if you don't see people walking in herd mentality and in lockstep, then I'm not sure you're looking at what I'm looking at. Because it is so frustrating to see day after day where people are just shaking their head, wondering what is going on? What happened to our country? What happened to this world? Why so much fear? You and I are inundated with the fears and worries and cares from things outside of our control. And if we enter in to this fear, if we enter in to this chaos, then we are going to be swept away by this same flood that's coming over top of the world. And I'm telling you, we need to stand up and we need to throw our shoulders back and we need to take our authority over the enemy, over this world, over our flesh, over Satan, the punk. We need to use the word of God and we need to look at what did Jesus do? Jesus called his disciples of which if you abide in Jesus' word, and I'm going to take you to that right now, because I'm going to declare you a disciple if you follow what Jesus said. John 18, 31, Then Jesus said to the, those Jews who believed him, If you abide in my word, you are my disciples indeed, and you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. The truth frees you up from having to follow this world system. The truth frees you up from fear. The truth frees you up from condemnation. There is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the Spirit. That is the Apostle Paul telling you and I that there's nothing that can condemn us if we walk to according to the Spirit, and not according to the flesh. We have got to do what the Word of God instructs us to do, and in order to know that, we have to, as Jesus said, abide in His Word. If you abide in my Word, you are my disciples indeed. And if you go back to what we originally read in Matthew 10, 1, and when He called His twelve disciples to Him, now, I want you to, instead of his 12 disciples, I want you just to read when he called you his disciple to him. He gave you power over unclean spirits to cast them out, to heal all kinds of sickness and all kinds of disease. Jesus gave his disciples, not just those 12. Jesus said, hey, it's to your advantage that I leave, because if I leave, I'm going to send my spirit Jesus sent his spirit, and if you are a disciple, remember in the Great Commission, Jesus did not say, hey, I'm, I'm going to commission you to make babies. No, Jesus in Matthew 28, Jesus came, as is 28, 18, and Jesus came and spoke to them saying, all authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. 
Go, therefore, and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all the things that I have commanded you, and, lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Amen. Jesus told us to go make disciples. We're going to read Mark's account of that same speech, and this is in Mark sixteen fifteen. And he said to them, Go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He who believes and is baptized will be saved, but he who does not believe will be condemned. And these signs will follow those who believe. In my name they will cast out demons, they will speak with new tongues, they will take up serpents, and that if they drink anything deadly, it will by no means hurt them. They will lay hands on the sick, and they will recover. Now, I want to put all of that together. You have just been told that you are a disciple, and you have just been given power over unclean spirits. And here's the problem, and God and I have talked multiple times. I have talked. He's probably listening and shook his head. In Matthew 10, 8, heal the sick, cleanse the lepers, raise the dead, cast out demons. Freely you have received, freely give. And I know tongue-in-cheek, I've joked about this before, but God says, look, you cannot charge for this. This is not to start a hospital. This is not to start building a parking garage. This is not, you can't take money and you can't, and I've got absolutely nothing against doctors. I've got nothing against hospitals. I've got nothing against any of them, but Jesus told his disciples that you shall heal the sick, cleanse the lepers, raise the dead, freely you've received, freely give. Go out, give all you've got, and take nothing for money in response. We see John and Peter live this out in Acts 3.1. Now Peter and John went up together to the temple at the hour of prayer, the ninth hour, and a certain man lame from his mother's womb was carried whom they laid daily at the gate of the temple, which is called beautiful, to ask alms from those who entered the temple, who, seeing Peter and John about to go into the temple, asked for alms, and fixing his eyes on him with John, Peter said, Look at us. So he gave them his attention, expecting to receive something from them. Then Peter said, Silver and gold I do not have, but what I have I give you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. And he took him by the right hand and lifted him up, and immediately his feet and ankle bones received strength. So he, leaping up, stood and walked and entered the temple with them, walking, leaping, and praising God. And I want you to see with your own eyes in these scriptures that Jesus gave his disciples the ability to heal the sick, cleanse the lepers, raise the dead, freely you've received, freely give. And John and Peter walked it out. And that is what I believe Jesus is calling us to do. We need to walk it out. We need to not be afraid or fearful of men. We need to get out there and get after it. And if you see somebody that needs help, help them. Jesus served people. Jesus was under the authority of the Father. I don't think you go off half-cocked. And I tell you, you just don't go grabbing people and pulling them out of wheelchairs you be you be invited. You just do what you can do. And I'm telling you, the Holy Spirit will lead and guide and direct you. The Bible is clear that he is a lamp to your feet and a light to your path. He will not lead you astray if you just listen to his leading, if you just continue to do 
what God has instructed you and I to do. Wonderfully great things are going to happen. I believe we could be coming up on the rapture of the church. I really honestly believe that may be the last thing that we have, the last prophecy that we have to be fulfilled. And then the tribulation and the great tribulation will follow. If Jesus does not come this feast of the trumpets, then I'm here to tell you that I am about to get into it and own it like I have never done before. I just want you to strap it in and get ready. I want you to be prepared during the Feast of the Trumpets. And I've talked about this last Saturday that I believe that it could happen as early as the 6th or the 8th of September. That is when the Jewish nation celebrates the Feast of the Trumpets. And I am ready to go. I don't know about you, but if I remain, if Jesus it does not come for his church, then we are to get after it. We are to occupy until he returns. And that means we are to take ground. We're not going to do like our country did here in America with Afghanistan. We're not going to pull our strength out and leave everybody behind that are not. The military goes out first and everybody that's left behind. That is not how God works. I think it's an embarrassment and it makes me ill every time I think about it and every time I talk about it. But we are the strength of God and the Holy Spirit are to go into areas where the enemy has a stronghold and we are to kick that down. We are to tear it down in Jesus' name, not in our strength, but in the strength of mighty God and his son, Jesus, and with the help of the Holy Spirit. And let's end with Zechariah 4, 6. And he answered and said to me, this is the word of the Lord to Zerubbabel, not by might nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord of hosts. And that is what he's telling you and I, not by might, nor by power. And I take you back to 1 Corinthians 26 through 29, for God has chosen the foolish things to put to shame the wise. And I'm not going to read that, but I want you to internalize that, that it is not by our power and nor by our might, that we are going to get anything done. It is by Jesus' Spirit. Holy Spirit, we thank you for never leaving us nor forsaking us. And I pray in Jesus' name that you would empower us and light us on fire to get done what you need to have done in these last days. Lord, we thank you. We love you. And we ask it all in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, thank you for being a part of this. And I look forward to visiting with you on the next episode. Thanks for listening to the No Doubt, No Fear, Only Believe podcast at www.nodoubtonlybelieve.com.